Making your way in the world today takes everything you've got. Three, two, one, zero. Hey, you! Yeah, you! Come here for a minute! I want to talk to you! <laughs> oh, I thought that was a mistake. I know. <laughs> Where did that come from? Mama says your brain dead. Bang your head against the wall. Okay, okay. Can't find peace of mind. Brain needs an overhaul. Bonehead, brain dead. The views expressed on this broadcast of the Take 12 Recovery Radio Show are those of the co-host and guest and do not necessarily reflect those of our affiliates. Not necessarily. Topics and opinions on today's show should not be considered as medical, psychological, or professional advice. Take 12 Radio is not affiliated with any particular 12-step fellowship. Thank God. And now, here's your host. The man. The myth. The legend. The Monty Man. Welcome to the Tank 12 Recovery Radio Show. Oh, my what? God. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and the rat dog goes, Doesn't that hurt your throat? That's not a dog. <laughs> a Anything pom- smaller pomegranate? than Bella is pomegranate. not Pomegranian? Pomeranians, Pomeranian? oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't get me started on small dogs. Tony's here. Good morning. Denver's here. Howdy. Marv's here. Yes, I am. And James is in the peanut gallery. Hi, James. Hello. Hey, you. <laughs> the that's, that's the mezzanine section. <laughs> uh, this week, step five, uh, we basically um, bared our soul, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. We, we talked to other people about our issues, and uh, we admit to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. We're talking about what that means uh, and what it doesn't mean. And uh, be uh, reading a little bit out of the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous uh, on that issue. Um, Before we do that, though, uh, we've got some things to take care of. Uh, One of the things I want to let you know is that we've resurrected um, uh, a series of Christie's here, too. Hi, hi, Christie's. (laughs) Knowledge here. Oh, my goodness. They're fighting right now. Christie's Studio Kitty and Nala, the studio dog, are chasing each other in the audio booth. but in 2013, myself and Chris S., um, uh, which is one of, the, one of the more popular circuit speakers in the world of the 12 Steps, put together a workshop um, called Walking Through the 12 Steps and 12 Traditions, which came on the heels of the workshop, 34 one-hour workshops, Walking Through the Big Book. And which, by the way, is the prize if you win the soundbite contest. We're going to announce the winner here in a minute. Um, but Walking Through the 12 Steps and 12 Traditions was a series that we did, and it is available on our website at Take12Radio.com under uh, Recovery Workshops, but we are putting it on Podomatic now. So once a week, we're posting that show, uh, and it is just packed with uh, 
really some amazing information about the 12 and 12. And for those of you who think the 12 Steps and 12 Traditions uh, book is boring and all about business and all this stuff, oh, no, no, no. It's got some great meat in there when it comes to your recovery. Hi, Christy. <laughs> no, that's waiting over there. Ever seen a cat fly through the air? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I have plenty of them. Trust me. So I had a roommate years ago uh, who had a cat, and he would blow pot smoke in his ears. <laughs> Not uncommon, no. I'm sure. And then the cat would run around in circles, so we named him Orbit. <laughs> Orbit the cat. Or he named him Orbit. Anyway, so be looking for those. If, if you want to subscribe to our Podomatic uh, webpage and get your app for iOS or Android and all that, you go to take12recoveryradio.podomatic.com or just go to take12radio.com and click on Follow Me on Podomatic and you'll be informed when the 12 steps and 12 traditions show comes on uh it's really an amazing workshop so don't don't miss out on that um all right so last week's uh well wait a minute mm. it's time to play guess that sound <laughs> that's right it is time to play that all right so uh last week denver you you thought it was yeah i forgot uh, that's last week. You, you thought it was... <laughs> oh, the, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Fantasy the, Island. Yeah, you thought the it was plane, the plane. Yeah. yeah. What was it, Tony? The love boat. The love boat. Love boat. The love boat. There was a new one the before plane. you. <laughs> uh, Peter Sanders from Santa Cruz, California is the winner. And uh, he, nice. he he guessed the love boat and the secret clue was Gopher. Uh, gopher was... I loved one Gopher. Of the, one of the deckhands on the love boat. Finally, a soundbite I knew. You yeah, kind of like the clinger of mash or something. Go yeah, yeah kind of. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Uh, and uh, this week's soundbite, we'll play it again. Here it is. We ought to just stop right there. I mean, <laughs> you know, if you don't know it by just that, Denver goes, I don't know. It. <laughs> you can see it in my eyes. I don't know it. So uh, you don't know it? No. Here's the rest. Oh, here's the rest. You know, right? Yeah. Making your way in the today takes everything yeah. you've got google it okay now let me YouTube let it. me just <laughs> say like I have, I do. let me just say <laughs> that if you ever listen to that you entire really song okay go ahead if you ever oh, if you ever wait listen, a minute maybe, maybe. if you ever listen to that entire song it is quite humorous it is uh <laughs> and it was ahead of its time I actually do know. What it do you now. mean ahead of its time? Oh, it's the topics that in the song they're talking about. A hint uh, to what's coming. I'm not gonna. We maybe we'll I'm play the to. whole song next week or something. But but uh, it is a funny song. It is really a funny song. Um, but anyway, if you guess, if you are the third email, the third email, and our email address is take twelve radio at comcast dot net. T a k e the number twelve radio. Uh, if you're the third email and you guess what TV show that's from, then you're going to win the audio DVD 34 one-hour workshop, Walking Through the Big Book. Uh, you're going to win uh, Basic Prayer and Simple Meditation by Mike D., uh, the book. And you're going to win uh, two recovery CDs, music CDs as well. And we'll send that out to you. So <clears throat> I'm anxious for do the that. hint. Yes. <laughs> I, I think I do know it now. Do you? <laughs> Yes. Okay. Well, we'll give you the hint later. All right. So you have to guess the name of the show, and then you have to get you have to tell us what the sound bite clue hint is as well. Um, 
So there you go. Right there. There it is. Is Christy behaving? Stop right there. Okay. It's time for Monty Man's Weekly Wine. <laughs> I love the baby. I love the baby. I love the baby. All right. I'm scared. <laughs> We're all scared. So it's not on Facebook anymore, but yesterday um, I posted – it's amazing how people will misunderstand what you say. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you serious? I, I posted I, – because I was sitting in church, <laughs> and several people had their hats on, and I thought, this is Veterans Day weekend, you know, and I thought – I just thought, let's let's show some respect today and – Hats off in church, please. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The Way responses go. I got. <laughs> Way to go. You take it down? Yeah, I took it down. It just it kept going on and on and on. And people were fighting. And, you know, I, people were coming through their monitors, choking each other. I mean, it was <laughs> crazy. But, I mean, we the responses I got were things like, you can't tell people they can't, they can't uh, have a relationship with Christ unless they're perfect. I didn't say that. I think I might have read that one. <laughs> read your Bible, you know, something like that. You know, God isn't concerned about the way you dress; He's only concerned with your heart. Well, I didn't say anything to the contrary. I, I just, I didn't even say wearing a hat in church was disrespectful. Mm-hmm. I just said, "Hey, let's let's show some respect today." And that's off in church, please. I mean, it was just a suggestion. It's just a statement. It's amazing how irritated people will get over a little statement. But you you post something that's healthy and 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 really good for you, and nobody responds. But you post something like that. So my wine isn't about the hats; it's about some some of you guys take yourself way too seriously, right? Gee, many Christmas. I love that you can just throw that topic out there. It's like fishing; you throw it, it out there, <laughs> you troll it by, and all of a sudden they're like bass. Boom, they're on it. And then, then we hear things like, there's that, you know, well, judge not lest ye be judged by people who that's the only scripture verse they will ever, <laughs> ever, ever read. You know, they're, you know, they're, they're, they're sleeping with the neighbor's wife. They're, <laughs> you know, they're, they're, they're embezzling money from work. Yeah. But man, they're shooting that scripture verse out at you. <laughs> Throwing stones at a glass house. Um, so, yeah, there you go. Um, so um, I got I got another one too, but Denver's got one. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. I don't normally chime in on these wines too much. I it's more fun to listen to right, them. Right. But uh, I ride a motorcycle, and uh, I am now blessed with a set of four wheels. So I'm out there cruising to uh, wherever I'm going at a legal speed limit, and I got people come up on me like Mad Max. Boom! Right on my tailbone. Yeah, and they're so all I do is I flip my rearview mirror up so I can't see them and just ignore the, that. And I'm cruising along, and then I I do look back and I notice they drop back, and then they'll excel again up onto me. They just tailgate like, on you. Yeah, like I'm going to move out of the road now. No, actually, what I'm going to do is click off my cruise control of 55 and drop her down to about 52. <laughs> All right. So if you're doing that to me, I know our listeners don't do that, but get not our listeners. Please, please get your friends to listen to this. If they're tailgating, don't leave a little early. Okay. Enjoy the fall weather. <laughs> Drive safe. All right. 
I am telling you, all it takes is somebody uh-huh. to slam on their brakes one time or somebody in front of them, in front of them or whatever, and that'll cure you. It, <laughs> because if, if you bash in the back of somebody's car, guess what? You're the one, yeah. by law, who's at fault. Yeah. This is, um, this is yeah. not going to play out good, folks. No, so it's please, not. please, back off. There is a motorcycle accident after the parade. Oh, was there? Mm-hmm. By the Fred Myers. Ooh. Because a car got too close. But it was hit and run. Oh, oh yeah, even worse. I know, right? Do horses do that? Tailgate? <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course they do. Uh, I'm speechless. Here. I... <laughs> speechless. <laughs> the other one uh, that, that I have, and I've this has bothered me since I can remember, no seatbelts on school buses. I don't get it, that. It does seem kind of weird, doesn't it? I don't get that. Now, now the 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 seats are made to where if you have a rear impact or a front impact, you know, you're pretty safe. But if you have a side impact, <laughs> oh my God. they're pretty safe. They'll take your teeth out. What are yeah, you talking about? Well, yeah, there's a bar I mean, there. I mean, they focused on that, but there's nothing for side impact. And there are companies that are coming out now with seats that are equipped with these built-in seatbelts for school buses. But... Um, a lot of a lot of school districts they don't even want to talk about it, you know. But I'll but boy, I'll tell you what: you drive your car with your minor in the car without a seatbelt on or or a, uh, a car seat, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to be in deep weeds if you get pulled over. But but you can let your child, you can let your five, six, seven year old ride in a school bus with no seatbelt, and that's perfectly legal. Mm-hmm. I, I don't that's get that. That's a good point. I just don't get it. That's a good one. So how are you going to enforce that? You're going to have to hire not only a bus driver but a couple of guards to walk up and down. Oh, make sure that their seatbelts are (laughs) on. Yeah, we're we're talking middle school kids. I I hear you. (laughs) But I think at the very least they should be equipped with seatbelts. Yeah. You know. Actually, I've wondered that myself, but. I never thought. Have you ever seen a video of a of of a bus get into a wreck and the kids are fl- <laughs> yeah. slow motion flying through the air? Yeah. Not and pretty. Laughing. Not pretty. <laughs> J- swing your mic over to James. Swing your mic over to James for a minute. J- James is somebody that's been involved in emergencies and, and that. Kind oh of yeah, thing. hey, good idea. What do you think about that? You got you got to pull it up. Come yeah, on, come on in. I I, th- I think they should always have them, but they say it's easier for us to rescue them when we don't have to deal with all the seatbelts. Really? is what I've learned over the years. It's quicker to get them out after the wreck because we don't have to cut all the seatbelts. <laughs> clean up is easier. <laughs> clean up. You are so morbid today, Denver. Well, Jesus. I mean, really. Good Lord, just get a shovel. I've been tailgating all Screw the way it. here. Screw it. Shovel them out. Oh, well, that's an interesting. That's an interesting point of view. It is actually. That's why yeah. a lot of greyhounds don't have them. Things like that, right? Because it's it's easier to extricate or remove what, the patients. What about extricate? Planes. Planes. I don't even know what that means. Planes, they make a strap. What does extricate mean, James? Extricate means to remove somebody from oh. the vehicle, right? Or whatever they're in. Denver just wants to use a shovel. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Listeners, I didn't say that. <laughs> Oops, what was that? Are you there? I accidentally touched it. Yeah. I'm, okay. I'm here. And the mic's still here, too. Okay. Right. Uh, yeah, so, Shut okay. 
so uh, people that, that that just go off on Facebook over, and this last one was hats off in church. Uh, I just, you know, we're and, and one guy made a, made an interesting point. We're dealing with all sorts of generations that have come together right now. So, you know, most people that wear their hat in church, they're not blatantly being disrespectful. They they may have forgotten to take it off, or mm. maybe there's an issue and they want to cover their head or, or, or whatever. It's not a judgmental thing. I, I wasn't judging anybody. I just thought, and it, that part of it has to do with my generation. I mean, you just, you took your hat off. And so in the Bible, in, in 1 Corinthians, it talks about, and this is New Testament now, it talks about, um, because women uh, fall under the authority uh, of the man, they are to wear a covering to resemble that. And man um, doesn't wear a covering because his authority is God. And so um, to wear a covering on your head, when it says that a man should not wear a covering when he's prophesying or, or, or he's uh, praying— and it dishonors it dishonors him and dishonors God because his covering is God. So putting like a hat on would be putting something between you and God. And so that's kind of where that came from. And it you know it was a it, it's just kind of where it came from. And so you took your hat off if you were a man to give the example that your covering was actually God. So. Yeah, people, a lot of people don't know that, and it's not necessarily, it's not a law. It's not like in the Ten Commandments. It's not a sin if you forget to take your hat off in church. I just thought it would be kind of nice. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. I was raised when you walked into a room, you took your hat off. When you prayed, you took your hat off. There's people in, in AA and NA meetings, when they, when they close in prayer, they take their hat off. It's just, I'm not saying you're being disrespectful if you leave your hat on, but... So my, the women were supposed to wear hats? Yeah, a covering. a covering. Yeah. How are you supposed to do your hair? Very carefully. Very carefully. <laughs> but no but way. you know, I mean, so chill out, man. Chill out. <laughs> I don't care if you wear a hat or you don't wear a hat. Yeah, gee, Wilgers. Monty's gonna need my shovel after this. That's right. No seatbelts and tailgaters. Yeah. All right. So there. That does it for. Uh, the weekly wine this week. Uh, we're going to take a break, come back, and do a little take trial trivia, and then on with our topic. Don't go away. Trisha's having a sleepover tonight. Can I go? I wonder about Lucy's friends. What should I say? I know you're only 10, but one of these days a friend will offer you a drink, and alcohol at your age can lead to so many things, none of them good. So can I go to the sleepover? Lucy, I want you to promise me something. I finished my homework. <laughs> Bigger promise. If there's any drinking, I want you to say, no thanks, not my thing. Mom. I promise you, your real friends won't care. Deal? Sure. Really? I promise, Mom. They really do hear you. Did you pack your toothbrush? For tips on how to start the talk, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. A public service message from the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration. Hey, you got something to say? Are you looking for the best and most affordable way to broadcast your podcast? Well, Podomatic makes reaching a massive audience simple with free podcasts. 
customizable embedded players, and promotional tools. It's home to the world's largest directory of independent podcasters, including DJs, talk shows, educational programs, and so much more. Best of all, a basic account is absolutely free, and no special skills are required to set up your show. To broadcast your podcast, visit www.podomatic.com. That's P-O-D-O-M-A-T-I-C dot com. And let the world hear what you've got to say. He's insane. He's a control freak. So, what's your point? <laughs> it's the Monty Man at 812radio.com on your internet dial. That's right. La, 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 la. Welcome back. Welcome back. What'd you say, Tony? I said you sounded like church when you did that. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Not dog church. <laughs> I still want to go to Cowboy Church, though. Cowboy Church. Yes. Jefferson. Jefferson. Um, yeah. Junction. Really? Junction. Oh, Junction City. Junction, Junction City. 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 Yeah. yeah Junction they still, City. They still have it out there at the uh, auction. No, I think they moved. Yeah. They that's did what I heard. have it at the livestock auction, but I yeah. think well, they had, in Junction City, it's downtown somewhere. Yeah. So. They used to have it out at the auction house. Yeah. Well, I tell you, that was a good time. If you like yeah. to smell a cow poo. Poop. Cow poo. Kapu. I'll need your shovel. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really. Well, now I can't go to cowboy church. Are cowboys allowed to wear their hats in church? If they <laughs> that is a very good point, Mark. Thank you for bringing that up. I'll chime in on that. I know. Let's start. Let's start a fight. We're <laughs> gonna fight about it. If you're doing music, yeah. Okay. And and you're doing cowboy stuff, right? Shouldn't you wear a hat? Oh, okay. Hey, Facebook. I just I'm... posted this. <laughs> D- Dwight Yoke. Dwight Yoakam. Yeah. Did a tribute to Buck Owens as he was in a church. He was brought up in a church. Always remove your hat, right? Right. He was doing a, a funeral for Buck Owens, and Buck Owens told him once. He goes, uh, Dwight, I-, I sure like that hat on you. I think you should take it off less. So he ah. he did the I posted that on Facebook. He did a tribute to actually leaving his hat on in church, but he apologized for it. So I be, I believe uh, I was just brought up in the generation to remove your hat in a building, and I will forget sometimes. But for the most part, right. yeah, I believe in removing the hat, even if you're a cowboy in church. So when it, go ahead, Tony. So as long as you apologize for it, you can wear your hat in church. That makes it okay. I mean. That makes it all right. <laughs> you know, you know. So I, so one of the guys was like, you know, God is, God looks at the heart, not on what you wear, and blah 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 blah. You should be able to wear whatever you want. So I said, okay. So next week I'm going to come to church naked. <laughs> la 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 ruse. <laughs> la 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 la, 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 la ruse. And it, it was funny because one of my Jewish friends, uh, Dave Tagon. You know, he, oh, I love him. He, he he and I were making light of it with each other, and he and I disagree in, in uh, intensely about spiritual <clears> issues. <throat> and he and I were just having a ball with it, mm. and everybody else was freaking out. Yeah. So I told Davis, "Okay, well, maybe I'll start with a speedo and work up to totally oh naked." God. And he goes, "You know, I may come to a Christian service if to see that." <laughs> <laughs> 
That'll get them. That'll get them in the pews. All right, take twelve trivia. If you get it wrong, of course, if you get it right. All right, here we go. Um, number one, when Neil Armstrong and Edwin Aldrin sat down to eat their first meal on the moon, their foil food packets packets contained what? Here are your choices. Oh my god! Roasted turkey and all the trimmings, chicken fried steak and carrots, or beef stew and green beans. How am I supposed to know this? You got. You get. You guess. Oh lord. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to go with turkey. Turkey? Yeah, they were celebrating. Yeah? Okay. <laughs> Marv's usually right, so I'll go with him. What do you think, Denver? I know it's not stew because that'd be a horrible mess. So, yeah, let's go with the turkey. Yeah, no gravity. Yeah, let's let's go with the turkey. suck it up. <laughs> James, James out in the back 40, what do you think? Uh, chicken fried steak. Chicken fried steak? <laughs> all right, well, James, sorry. You get a fluffy. Aw. Uh, it was roasted turkey and all the trimmings. What did I say? Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I, 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 I forgot what I said. Uh, number two, male turkeys, known as toms, gobble when agitated. But hens, the females, do not. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's a switch. Yeah. Ain't that. Isn't it? Isn't it? Uh, what do hens do when they're agitated? Oh, God. Do they, A, walk in circles? B, Hop on one leg until the male turkey pays attention. <laughs> Gee. C, flap their wings and make annoying clicking sounds. Oh, I say C. C? Uh-huh. Flap their wings and make annoying clicking sounds. Yeah, because I can do that at home, ask James. <laughs> all, the, <Yeah>. all, the <laughs> above. all the above. Does Tony flap her wings and make annoying clicking sounds? All right, James says that too. What do you think, Marv? I'm going to go with the flapping the wings and clicking. Yeah. Yeah, you guys are right. <laughs> I know, because I'm a hen. <laughs> no, um, you're a chick. Oh. You're not a hen, you're a chick. Like a chickpea? No, that's a bean, isn't it? Um, a chickpea? Yeah. Now, don't confuse me here. <laughs> no, I'm uh, number three, where where do wild turkeys prefer to sleep? What? Where do they prefer oh, to sleep? I got this one. In the rain, under bushes, or in trees? They have a preference? Yes. Oh, Lord. In trees. In Wait, trees? Wait, no, they can't fly. In the rain. In the rain? Yeah. What do you say, Marv? In the trees. What do you, what do you say, James? Fly. What do you think, yeah, James? They can. They trees. can? James says trees. What do you say, Denver? Tony, you have one chance to change right now. <laughs> it's going to be trees, predators. It is trees. <laughs> I didn't know turkeys could fly. Yeah. <laughs> when did that start? <laughs> when they got wings. <laughs> I thought they were like chickens. Wild turkey. So here's <gasps> here's your number four is your bonus. I'm confused. Can domesticated can domesticated chickens can fly. We're moving on to No, they only fly like so far and then they die. Then they die. They land. They land, I mean. Tony's they don't in the salabar. Move on. <laughs> I mean land, not die. Can domest oh. can domesticated turkeys fly, Tony? Domesticated turkeys. Is can there they fly? a difference? Yes. One one are wild and one are domesticated. And both of them can't fly? I'm asking you, can domesticated well, turkeys if fly? One can go in a tree. <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> Do they clip their wings or something? Does that make them domesticated? It's not the question. Oh no. Pay attention. Moon, moon pie. Catch up. Moon pie. <laughs> moon pie. <laughs> James, can domesticated turkeys fly? No. What's the difference? 
One are domesticated, one are wild. Then why? Can't they both fly? They're both turkeys. Denver? <laughs> you know, domesticated probably has had their wings clipped, so no, That's they can't. That's what I was saying. Marv? You didn't say that. What? No, I did. Can, can I they fly? Know. I did. <laughs> Marv's singing the fifth. Can horses fly? <laughs> Pegasus. Pegasus. Oh. Yeah. No, domesticated turkeys can't fly. It does not give a reason, but they it, can't fly. It's because they've been trimmed from birth. That's what I said. Wild turkeys said can that. fly for a short distance at speeds up to 55 miles per hour. Oh, God. That's cooking. And can run 20... <laughs> and they can run 20 miles per hour, wild turkeys. I love it. Yeah. And then jump in the tree and go to sleep. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, that does it for Tink Trump Trivia. Uh, Some nuggets. Um, okay, so coming up on Wednesday, uh, I'm going to give you a little preview here. Uh, you guys don't want to miss this. Uh, this is pretty a pretty amazing story. So um, some could say 58-year-old Scott Underhill was indeed broken. Uh, his vertebrae were shattered in two places. His chin has a scar where his, uh, his body was flung into the sandy bottom of a massive wave. His heart stopped beating. But it wasn't enough to keep Underhill of Huntington Beach away from the profession that he loved for decades, lifeguarding in Orange County's beaches. Underhill dipped into the chilly water at San Clemente State Beach for a requalifying swim uh, test to rejoin lifeguards on the sand this summer, just as he had done every year since 1974. Underhill was rescued by Newport Beach lifeguards just 15 minutes before and in the same spot where Newport Beach lifeguard Ben Carlson lost his life July 6th while trying to rescue a swimmer in a strong rip current. He doesn't remember much about the incident and was left in a coma for days before awakening, much to the surprise of those who found his limp body tumbling in the wild surf that day. He has been, uh, he has been in bigger surfs uh, throughout the years, but, quote, it was just a freak thing last summer. I was just at the wrong place at the wrong time. Underhill is a longtime lifeguard who has spent summers since the 70s guarding various ocean, uh, Oregon uh, County beaches. He started at 17 at San Clemente City Beach back when lifeguards were paid $3.06 an hour. He switched to San Clemente life, uh, State Lifeguards a few years ago. A few years later, rather, in 1982, transferred to Huntington Beach, where he has been ever since. Uh, through the years, he has done various winter jobs like selling uh, pharmaceuticals. <laughs> that that, that kind of cracks me up. Um, <laughs> which allowed him a flexible schedule. But one thing stayed the same, his desire and commitment to saving other people. Each year, he'd show up for the requalification test, put on his Speedo, and complete um, and compete for the spot as a seasonal guard. Um, he saved a lot of people. Uh, awesome. Scott Underhill saved a lot of people. Uh, but just uh, five months ago, he had a big metal halo. You know what those are? James knows what that is. Uh, around his head, attached to his shoulder to keep his spine in place. Rejoining lifeguards as he has done each summer for decades seemed far-fetched. And he says, I thought about it. I'd love to go back to doing it. But do they really want a 50-year-old guy with a broken neck uh, in a lifeguard tower. He is back doing the lifeguard work. He survived this thing, but I mean, the guy was legally dead. He was tore up. I That's mean, horrible. just, just a mess. And he's so committed to helping save lives on the beach that he went back to it. 
Um, and he is also a 12-stepper in recovery, has many, many years sobriety. So he's going to be on the show on Wednesday. Uh, it'll be posted, and he's going to be sharing I can't wait to hear his, story. his experience, strength, and hope, and what it was like, what happened, and what it's like today. Um, and that's Scott Underhill, so you don't want to miss that. Cool. Wow. That's, man. So stuff happens to us. Just because we get clean and sober doesn't mean tragedy doesn't hit, right? Amen. It, 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 does, it does happen. All right. Step five revealed. Uh, step five states submitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. And uh, where we left off last week um, was uh, step four, uh, inventory time. And if you go to... Um, do, 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 do. Here, you find it here. Um, if you go to page 75 and uh, into action, uh, it talks about uh, what we're doing as far as the confession goes. Now, we know that our relationship with God is offered freely, mm-hmm. but healing emotionally, mentally, spiritually, and so forth comes from confession one to another. Uh, and a lot of, a lot of, not just Christian, uh, folks, but a lot of spiritual and faith-based groups, uh, practice this and, uh, everywhere from, from, uh, Hindus, uh, to the Jewish community, to, to, uh, Catholics and Protestants uh, will practice confession of one form or another. Um, it says here in step five, when we, des- when we decide who is to hear our story, we waste no time. Here we go again with Bill W. talking about not resting on our laurels. We get right to it. We go from one step to the next step immediately. Um, it's important because if you wait too long, right, it's kind of like walking by uh, something that is spilt and you go, oh, I got to clean that up. And then you walk by it again. Oh, I'll get to it. And then you walk by it again. You don't even see it anymore. So it's important that we stay on top of this step work. Um, we have a written inventory, it says, and we are prepared for a long talk. Where do we get the written inventory? From step four, mm-hmm. right? We explain to our partner what we are about to do. Um, it's not talking about your significant other as a partner. It's talking about the person you're going to discuss yeah. this with and why we have to do it. Uh, he should realize, he or she should realize that we are engaged upon a life and death errand. So this confession thing, according to Bill Wilson, is a life-death errand. Your life depends on it. Um, That we are engaged upon a life-and-death errand. Most people approached in this way will be glad to help. They will be honored by our confidence. We pocket our pride and go to it. Illuminating, now this this is very interesting, (laughs) illuminating every twist of character, every dark cranny of the past. Mm Mm-hmm. So I want to clear something up about this. Some people think that means that you have to be almost disgustingly detailed <laughs> about every little thing you did. It's worded that way. It's weird. Yeah. It is. It is. Um, and But if you, if you go back to what the step actually says, right? It says we, we admitted... To God, to ourselves, and to another human being, the exact nature 
of our wrongs. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, if you need to get this stuff out on the table, it is going to be very healing. And you may need to do that. You may need to get very detailed. But the the focus mm-hmm. here isn't on the behaviors as much as it is what fueled them. What is the nature of our wrongs? Where was I selfish? Remember that? Mm-hmm. Where was I self-centered? Where had I hurt the other person? What was driving that? You know, and uh, I think a lot of people will go into a lot of grave detail about all the horrible stuff that they did and never actually look at the nature of it. What was really going on? And so what happens when we don't do that is we're just talking. Mm-hmm. And it's got to go deeper than that. Uh, It says, once we have taken this step, withholding nothing, we are delighted. So these are some of the promises. Every step comes with promises. Um, The first one is we're delighted. We can look the world in the eye. Because we're not hiding anything anymore. You know, we can be alone at perfect peace and ease. Our fears fall from us. We begin to feel the nearness of our creator. We can just list these on and on and on. Here's another promise. We may have had certain spiritual beliefs, but now we begin to have a spiritual experience. The feeling that the drink problem has disappeared will often come strongly. We feel we are on the broad highway walking hand in hand with the spirit of the universe. So, this is a very powerful step. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about being careful on who you share this with. <laughs> right? Um, but before we do that, Denver, you look like you wanted to say something. Oh, I got a lot of things to say, and I just can't. I can't, <laughs> I can't get it all in. Uh, feelings right there. You know, you feel like uh, the drink has left. Problem has you. left you. Yeah, mm-hmm. the problem has left you. Uh, that's a great feeling. But it, 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 you gotta be careful with that one. You gotta be careful yeah. <laughs> with that feeling. Sure. Yeah, I mean, that's the first thing that hit my brain on that. So please continue and then uh, I'll chime in. But yeah, that feeling is wonderful, but it's right. a feeling. Um, so it, it, it says in here, if we back up a little bit, um, more than most people, the alcoholic leads, our drug addict leads a double life. He is very much the actor uh, to the outer world. He presents his stage character. This is one the one he likes his fellows to see. He wants to enjoy a certain reputation, but knows in his heart he doesn't deserve it. The inconsistency is made worse by the things he does on his sprees. Coming to his senses, he is revolted at certain episodes. Um, these memories are a nightmare. He trembles to think someone might have observed him. As fast as he can, he pushes these memories far inside himself. He hopes they will never see the light of day. He is mm-hmm. under constant fear and tension. That makes for more drinking. Um, psychologists are inclined to agree with us. We have spent thousands of dollars for examinations. We know but few instances where we have given these doctors a fair break. We do. We spent thousands of dollars. Uh, you know, on the psychiatrist's couch, and then we lie to, to him. To lie. To lie. Exactly. You know, Monty, have, <laughs> Monty, have you been uh, you've been eating carbs this week? Oh, no. no, no. Not many. Why is your sugar level 350? 
I don't know. I would dream of that. <laughs> but we do. We, yeah. we, we lie to our doctors. And so, <laughs> so we have this stuff that we, there's shame involved in it. That we don't, you know, if you knew that about me, you'd run, you know, that kind of thing. So I think it's interesting that it, it says we admit it to God. Right? To ourselves. And some people will say, and it's in the big book, I'm not going to read it, but it talks about, you know, we think, well, God already knows. But it's not about informing God. It's about opening up and verbalizing it. It, it. It's what you're doing. God already does know. Dumping the garbage. Dumping the garbage. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we, we admit to ourselves, that may be even harder than admitting to God or somebody else. You know, and and to another human being. So why do you guys think it's important that if God knows, and we've already accepted the fact that we've been a horse's patootie, why is it important to talk to somebody else about it? Any ideas? It unloads you. Mm-hmm. Mm. There's some relief in being able to talk to somebody else about Amen. something, just like there's relief in AA meetings um, to be able to talk and to be right. able to have somebody listen. But uh, anyway. Yeah? Dead on. Unloading it. Tony, you've done a fifth step. Uh-huh. Right? I've done plenty of them. So <laughs> so what goes on when, when you talk to whoever you choose to talk to about some of the things that, some of the natures of your wrongs? Is there a freedom that you feel? Or is it off your chest? And you go, wow, that's, I got that off my chest. I think more talking to somebody who really understands because not a lot of people do. Right. I mean, you can't. You can talk to a normie, and then you can talk to like somebody who's in the program, or you know, your mentor, your sponsor, or whatever. But they understand your, how your brain works as opposed to somebody else. And I think talking to somebody who one hundred percent understands is just relieving because they're like they know how your head works. Yeah. And so it's like just explaining to them. They're like, oh, yeah, uh-huh. Well, you know, you know, it's just the most amazing feeling ever because not everybody knows how your brain works. Like I can talk right. to my parents and they're like, okay, you're weird. You know, sometimes, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I can talk well, to my sponsor. She's like, I get it. I get it. You know, but, you know, everybody tries. But talking to somebody who actually understands your thinking is better than and, and you know this and is relieving. this is one of the reasons and a lot of people think it's 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 a sexual thing that's the reason why we have same sex sponsors but actually I've never heard that well yeah people say well you you need to have your sponsor you need to be if you're a woman be a woman mm-hmm. because if it if you're a woman and it's a man there could be compromises oh, I see. there's I see. This I see. Okay. but there's also another very important element to this and it's what you touched on Women think differently than men do. Women process differently than men do. Mm-hmm. Men process differently than women do. So when I'm talking to <laughs> my sponsor about issues that I'm that, that I may be going through, if I'm talking to a female, she may not get my thinking. Mm-hmm. Whereas another guy is going to get that. And vice versa. <clears throat> if it's a woman, she's going to understand another woman like a guy's not going to understand. Now there are exceptions. There are people that have sponsors that are of the opposite sex. And and sometimes that works out really, really well. But mm-hmm. I'm just saying there's more to that having a person that's of the same gender yeah. when sponsoring or working with somebody than just whether well, it could be a sexual compromise. I mean, there's more to it than that mm-hmm. because we identify differently 
Yeah, uh, and I've known my sponsor issues. since treatment. Actually, her and I were in my when I relapsed the last time in my, <laughs> right. my last class together. So right, right. Um, so it's interesting that this step, um, this is the one step that says you can actually postpone for a short time. It says, uh, notwithstanding the great necessity for discussing ourselves with someone, it may be one is so situated there is no suitable person available. So if you don't have somebody in your life that you trust and is closed mouth and is available, uh, it says, if that is so, this step may be postponed only, however, if we hold ourselves in complete readiness to go through with it at the first opportunity. Uh-huh. This is the only time that this is talked about in all the steps that you you can postpone this because it's so important that you find somebody that is going to keep their mouth shut. And you have to feel safe with them too. You got to feel safe, mm-hmm. right? Ever had anybody break a confidence, Denver? Uh, there's been a couple. Yeah, how do they make you feel? Well, it it puts your guard up from there on out, right? Uh, like I said, you like that says you need to pick and choose some people that you can trust. Most certainly, uh, if you're going to give them the details, I try not to get into the war story, mm-hmm. which is what is talked about through the program. You know, don't tell the war stories. Uh, I have to give some details for people to understand. But uh, like Tony said here, I, I, that book said when you find somebody you're going to trust. Most of the time, if we're in a 12 step program, we're going to find somebody in the 12 step program. Because I don't want. Yeah, to, usually. Yeah, because you know, telling this to somebody, uh, what you call them, norm, normies. Normies. Yeah, I haven't found those yet. Oh, it, you're sitting it, by one. It, anyways. Anyways, yeah, telling it to a normie, they don't get it. You know, they don't right. understand. And uh, nor should we expect them to. No, it's not. No. It's not their job. Yeah. It's, it's not their job, and and I don't expect them to. So it, it's really. Uh, but picking and choosing somebody that you can trust for this step. Uh, very important. Very important. So the children have been passing notes. What's up? I haven't. <laughs> I have not. Just exchanging phone Boy, numbers. Boy, there's just no privacy at all <laughs> in this room. I don't feel trusted right now. It was now. right in front of his face. <laughs> no, for a month or so now, I've been wanting Denver's phone number. So I thought he was asking for his phone number. I thought he was asking me. I felt a little thrilled at first. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. Poor James, sakes. he's gonna go home scarred for life. Yeah. Oh my goodness uh, sakes. He's an you know, if, this, if this show was on TV, it, the viewers would have a lot it used more to insight. Be, remember? Huh? We used to be on YouTube, remember? Until no, the I thing didn't. blew up. You were here. Yeah, oh. we, we would film it. We would do it. Oh yeah, I know that. Uh, but, but it's we 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 need a, a an expensive camera that we just don't have the money for. <laughs> Because it gets a little blurry, but... Uh, <laughs> really? Huh. Oh, it was fun when we were on YouTube. It is fun. Um, so... I think, you know, something yeah. I just plopped into my head. I think it's important, too, that uh, uh, these fifth steps, there is going to be response. Yeah. Uh, from whoever you're talking to. And <clears throat> I know when I did a fifth step with my first sponsor... Um, I realized at his response um, that I was unprepared for some of what I was going to hear. Oh, yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, sure. And and, uh, so just 
people think about a little bit. Uh, be prepared for <laughs> to hear the truth. To hear uh -huh. the truth and uh, yeah. the response you might get back. Yeah, and and, it, and part of what my sponsor he laughed at me. <laughs> you know he he did he laughed at me and i kind of got upset but um you know it, anyway <clears throat> so um i had a situation uh oh it was one of my first sponsees and you talk about getting thrown into the fire right right away this guy came to me and told me that he had murdered somebody and nobody oh, knew about Shut it. Shut up. Nobody <laughs> knew about it. Yeah. And it had been years prior. Uh, it was like 12 years or something. Wait, that, what's the statute of limitations on that? I think back <laughs> Never. Then, I, think, I know. <laughs> I, I don't Never. know. What did you do? You did the right thing, didn't you? I can't know. <laughs> I can't good, know. good answer <laughs> I wow. have an idea yeah that's a toughie so um, yeah so I, I, I'm, I'm mentioning this because uh, I, I'm actually I can't go into detail about it mm -hmm. but I will tell you this that it worked out and he was able to do a ninth step he was able to make amends he was able to pay his debt to society and everything but it was something um, that was based on decisions that he had to made, make based on some pretty strong suggestions on my part. You know, I said I, – my, my statement to him – because I'd never – I mean, this was one of my, one of my first sponsors. I'd never Dreamed dealt with that. that. Yeah. Um, God. And so uh, the only thing I could think of, I just said, well – and I – said his name i said how free do you want to be oh beautiful answer how free do you want to be it's kind of on you you know and he did what he needed to do and he took care of it he's he's a free man today i mean you know he wasn't for a while <laughs> um Jesus. but I, you know this can this could be this could be spooky stuff mm. um and so uh you know the Here's the other piece. Um, I'm a I plus lots of people in the program, depending on their jobs. You may be a court mandated right. reporter, exactly. You know, and so you need to tell the people you're working with that that you are, mm -hmm. and they may need to do their fifth step with somebody else. Mm -hmm. You know. Um, it could be tricky stuff. So a story I heard years ago about a guy um, that uh, had got into a really big tiff with his wife, and they had been having trouble for quite a long time. Um, he had his four step written out, and she found it. <gasps> and it was filled with all sorts of improprieties, and you know what I'm saying. And illegal behavior and everything else, and she was not. It wasn't you, Mar. <laughs> no, 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 no. Girls react differently than boys. Marvin and I was looking at each other, going, "Oh." <laughs> well, she was so ticked off at this guy at that. Well, I can't time. imagine why. Well, before this, I mean, Good before God. she found it, she she'd already they were already on the outs, right? 
So she she saw this, and that just fueled her. So she called the police, and she oh. turned his fourth step over to law enforcement, and didn't say a word to him. And oh several days had gone goodness. by, and there was a knock on the door, and he answered the door, and here was this detective, and he said, "Mr. So and So," he said, "Yes, sir." He goes, "Meet your new sponsor." Oh my god! Oh, how sweet! <laughs> True story. <laughs> He handed For his four step back oh to him. He shook god. his hand and and see how God worked that out. And uh, he had to do some time and all that kind of thing. But he had, he had this guy that, that was an officer that was uh, in Alcoholics Anonymous and ended up sponsoring him. Wow! Be happy you're a normie. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Good God, that is. I wouldn't even do that. So it continues on here. It says, this is after we've done this. This is returning home. We find a place where we can be quiet for an hour, carefully reviewing what we have done, our our fifth step. We thank God from the bottom of our heart that we know him better. Um, Taking this book down from our shelf, what book? The big book. We turn to the page which contains the 12 steps, carefully reading the first five proposals. That's the first five steps. We ask if we have omitted anything, for we are building an ark through which we shall walk a free man at last. So this is the questions you ask. Is our work solid so far? So steps one through five, is it solid? Are the stones properly in place? Remember, we're building this archway. Have we skimped on the cement uh, putting that we are putting into the foundation? Have we tried to make mortar without sand? In other words, have we tried to take shortcuts? You know, we've talked about this before. You've got to follow the directions to the letter here. And so because it's a tendency for most people, especially in early recovery, to kind of skimp and, oh, I won't share that. And I want to sit down and go back and think, okay, am I holding anything back? Am I not being honest about this or that? Because sometimes we'll tell stories and we don't even realize we're doing it. Mm. But if we'll, we we go back and read steps one through four and kind of check ourselves. We may need to go back to our sponsor, spiritual advisor, or mentor and say, you know what? I left something out. I had to do that. I think everybody's had to do that. Um, and so that's some, that's something that we do. If we can answer to our satisfaction... We then look at step six. So we don't go to step six until we've reviewed what we've done. Mm -hmm. And to the best of our knowledge at the time, Mm -hmm. have have talked to God, to ourselves, and to another human being. The exact nature of our wrongs. So remember, it's important that we're looking at what fuels this stuff, not just the behavior. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and, And really... Uh, step five, if you skip this, y- you're not going to do well. If you're holding stuff <clears throat> back, there, there's freedom in confession. I am telling you what. Uh-huh. And it's interesting because my sponsor, <laughs> I told my sponsor stuff, and he just looked at me and went, me too. You know, we talked about that before. Two of the most powerful words, words in recovery, me too. Me too. Uh-huh. You know, in fact, he disclosed some things to me first. It helped me feel more comfortable. And I didn't say me too. <laughs> <laughs> bah. 
but you thought about it. <laughs> that's how my sponsor is. That, so she'll be like, know. okay, let me tell you what I did, and then I just <coughs> talk right. to her. So not everybody uses their sponsor. I mean, we were talking about using people that well, know, yeah. understand I mean, us. Somebody you trust, of but course. back then when they wrote this, mm-hmm. you know, the numbers of members in Alcoholics Anonymous were small. I mean, there wasn't other people necessarily available. This was a new deal, yeah. And so people were going to people that were licensed to be keep secrets, mm-hmm. so to speak. So they'd go to their priest or their rabbi, you know, or or somebody that that was legally bound to confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, to do that, so it doesn't have to be your sponsor. I, 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 I think that it probably should be if you can, it's because they're working with you through this step process. You, is Mark kicking you? Boy, I, I'm you back here trouble. in the corner. I'm getting in all kinds getting of into trouble. trouble today. Boy. <laughs> like, no more, co- no more coffee. No more coffee. No I'm more just coffee. saying. For me, it's my sponsor. That's all I was saying. Yeah, and then for me, for me, it was too. What's a rabbi? A rabbi? Well, it means teacher. It's Jewish. Oh, okay. It's, it's like the Jewish version of a pastor. Oh, okay. Yeah. I never heard that word before. Yeah, yeah. Jesus referred to as rabbi, hmm. teacher. It's Hebrew for teacher. Um, yeah, so step five is, is just is just vitally important. And, and, you know, I depending on how many people you've sponsored over the years, you're going to hear a lot of fifth steps. Uh, and you may be, you may need to be prepared to hear <laughs> my, some pretty colorful my, stuff. My first sponsor you can tell me everything but murder. I don't want to hear about it. Right. The and then you went, oh, well, <laughs> <laughs> we're done talking. I probably would have pooped my pants. Yeah. I would have heard that. Be like, oh, God. Yeah, but, that that would be a rock and hard spot, most certainly. Right, and, and thank God it worked out. I mean, the, 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 the guy decided on his own, you know, well, how free do I want to be? Well, I need to take care of this. That was a good comment. I don't know what I would have done if he had decided not to take right? care of it. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm glad I didn't have to find issue. out. Yeah. I'm glad I didn't have to find out. So right. if somebody says, well, what would what have you done? I'm not going to answer that because I don't know. And I thought my that, fourth step was bad, and I still have it. That's kind of important good not God. to dump on somebody like, you know. Right. Be aware before you tell this person, are they sound enough in their recovery or or yeah because you can you you, you can contribute to somebody (laughs) go back out and drink i'm telling you huh did your jaw drop because mine would have no inside it did (laughs) but i was very careful to not react (laughs) you know like back up or something (laughs) be like um we're done in other words you didn't pull your gun out yeah So here's yeah. something. Here's something. Kind of, just a little bit of take twelve. Take twelve trivia. Literally take twelve radio trivia. This guy and I started emailing. This was when email just first started. Mm-hmm. I think one of the only internet things was like Prodigy or something like that. We emailed each other back and forth, and it was we called it sponsor to sponsor because when you sponsor somebody, they sponsor you, kind of right. It was called sponsor to sponsor. Well, our base. URL address for Take 12 Radio is sponsor to sponsor.com. Mm. The, the whole, this whole thing, Take 12 Radio, it started out as just a text kind of thing between me and this guy. Mm-hmm. And then later it developed, and, and you know, that's, that's another story. But um, <clears throat> so when you type in Take 12 Radio.com, it might show up on the, on the, on the address bar as sponsor to sponsor.com. Oh, wow. And that's where this originally hmm. came from. We need this guy on the show. <laughs> now, I don't even know where he's at. He's out of state now. I don't. If you hear this, call I, us. I hope he's 
Doing well? <laughs> I hope everybody's saying he's doing be well. be so free. All right. So uh, next week we're going to delve in. Yes. The hint. Oh, the hint. Yeah, I got to do the hint. Okay, so the hint is Woody. <laughs> oh, nailed it. Woody. Nailed no, it. No. Oh, yeah. Okay. Did you think that was going to be? Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah, for the uh, like gopher. Like no, that. there's a, there's a lot of hints to that show. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So uh, send in your email, take twelve radio at comcast.net, and give me the secret clue, Woody, and tell me the Woody. name of the show. <laughs> and if you're the third email, you'll win those prizes um, as well. Don't forget walking through the twelve steps of twelve traditions on Podomatic. And there we go. Right. Right. All right. Woo-hoo. So our closing song is by Blake Bullerjack. It is entitled "God Is God." He's God up on the mountain, he's God down at the sea. He's God all over creation and he's God all over me. I know God is God and God don't ever change. I know God is God and he always will be God. He's God on the platform, he's God back at the door. He's God in the amen corner and he's God all over the floor. I know God is God. He's gone way up in heaven and he's gone down in my soul. I know God is God and God will never change. I know God is God and he always will be God. He's God in the Father. He's God in the Son. He's God in the Holy Ghost and he's God all three in one. He was God to old Daniel. God to the Hebrew three and this God of the Bible Uh, Mr. Blake Bullerjack. God is God. Until our next broadcast, this is the Monty Man along with the Take 12 Recovery Radio family, and we're wishing God's perfect serenity for you. Bye bye now.
your burden down. This has been a broadcast of KHLT Recovery Broadcasting. She's a super cat, super cat, she's super kitty, meow. Yeah, kitty, 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 meow. <laughs> <laughs>